Hello and welcome to PNU Unfiltered. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup pod and video cast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we're keeping this PMU unfiltered. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. I'm so excited about this topic today because I really think it's an important one, especially if you're looking to grow and expand your business as well as just expand your soul and expand who you are and how you communicate with the world and how you are an effective communicator. And what does that look like? How do we bring leadership to our confidence, to the table every day within ourselves where it becomes organic and natural? I think being a leader has a a lot of different ideas. A lot of people have experienced so many different types of leadership along the way in their adulthood and even childhood. When we think about different types of leaders, I like to think of We've got bosses. I don't always think of a boss as someone that is really in touch and in tune and has like a deep soul connection with the business. I think of a boss as someone who kind of is more like top down. I personally don't think of leadership like that. I think leaders are with their people and in the trenches with them. That's my personal idea of a leader. I lead quite a few people actually. As you guys know, I am running a virtual assistant agency for beauty business owners, Vanity Virtual Assistants. If you need help, let me know, easy going. I lead a team of virtual assistants as well as our clients who are you, the permanent makeup artist. Yes, it's two different types of leadership, but at the same point, it does come from a very genuine place in a place of love. And I really think that's a good start when you're a leader. It's funny because I say love and that seems to be a blurry boundary. Sometimes people get a little too close with their employees and they really breach that kind of relationship of business and professionalism and personal. And sometimes that can get a little blurry, but if you are a good leader, if you know how to lead and work with your people and not against them and not top down lead, it's a really great way of developing amazing friendships as well. I do think it's possible to run a business as well as have an effective personal relationship with employees. That comes with a lot of boundary setting and putting on different hats and letting people see that. Now, at some point in your business and with your employees, there's just going to be a flatline level of respect all around. And that to me is what being a leader is. I talk to no matter who it is in my business, whether it's the doorman downstairs, because I consider him a part of my business. He is the front face of my business. That does not mean when something is irritating and frustrating and a package was delivered wrong, that I go down there and I whack my finger in his face and blame it on him. Because he is actually a part of my team, whether he knows it or not. So every day I walk in with a smile, I greet, I say hello. Sometimes I bring him an occasional coffee and see how him and his family are doing or even just talk about the weather. But that right there, building that relationship, building the relationship with your landlords, your employees, or anyone that's really in in your business or your virtual assistant if you're working with me, it's really important to have a mutual respect. 
By approaching things with love, compassion, and professionalism, you can get really effective work out of people as well as creating boundaries. When I say top-down type of leadership, I think of a meme of, you know, a big fat guy in a suit and he's kind of just looking down at his employees and wagging his fingers and saying, why didn't you do it this way? Why didn't you do it that way? I told you it was here. I told you it was there. And that's not really an effective way of having a conversation now, is it? Having effective conversations are by leading by example. So we have boss versus leader. And that's how I kind of define that. When a boss is sitting there saying, why didn't you do it this way? Why didn't you do it that way? We should be asking ourselves initially, did we take the time to teach them so we can expect the results that we want? If we didn't take the time to actually teach them, teach them our systems, teach them how to book, teach them our expectations. If we don't communicate effectively as leaders, then how is that new employee going to live up to our expectations, exceed our expectations? For me, in my virtual assistant agency, I have really found a deep relationship with becoming a leader. That's a lot of eyes on me. People will need to grow. You will need to have hard conversations. Know how to communicate effectively expectations and growth points. And let me tell you, if there's one thing that I learned last year, it went right in the journal as a learning point to move forward into this year. Complaining behind people's backs doesn't actually get anything done. All that time and energy you've wasted complaining about an employee behind their back, complaining about a potential client and she's very difficult and whatnot, what if we just reframed that and we handled the situation? I know this example might seem a little extreme, but instead of complaining about a family member that's going through turmoil with, um, I don't know, a personal issue, let's say divorce, they call you every day and they complain, 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 complain. You're just like dumped on all of this energy, right? You walk away and you're like, wow, that really sucked me dry that she keeps complaining to me about her husband, but yet I don't think that they actually have that conversation in such an articulated way. So what does it get done in her life, complain about these things in an articulate manner to you? Not much. We need to do the same with our employees. When we have difficult employee situations, we have difficult friction points. Now, I could come home and log off at the end of the day and complain to Jared, my fiance. So I could complain, complain, complain. I could call four of my friends up, complain about the same topic of what's going on inside my business. And I'm so, I'm so, I can't believe I'm overwhelmed. This person is this, this person's crazy. Did that actually get anything done? No, it didn't. Instead, I just have those difficult conversations. Hey, so-and-so, do you have time for a call this week? I'd love to sort this problem out and understand more about what you need help with. Boom, done. I get to book that call in, put that in a box and attack it when that time is ready. Instead of it consuming my life and it's sitting on my shoulders all week, just wondering when the next time that person is going to connect with me with another complaint. That to me is being an effective communicator, a good leader, and prioritizing and allotting our emotional output and our boundaries within how we communicate with our employees, right? Also, there are just so many other ways to communicate with people effectively and motivationally rather than listing out all of the things that someone did wrong. 
So many bosses I hear say, well, I already told you. They list out all the things they dislike about what's been done, but they didn't actually say how to effectively get it done the correct way and how the, they prefer it done. I don't like this font and I don't like this image. I'm talking about Canva, if you couldn't tell. While that's understood, you haven't provided the person who might be handling your Canva a solution to what you do like so they can give you what you are looking for. And then at some point when you start communicating effectively as a leader, that person gets to know you better and they get to know how you tick and how you work. And that's when you have a great flowing, productive business. When your team members are there working with you and feel that they are important and their job is essential and they can communicate with you effectively when they have problems. Yes, we can always say, I'll just do it myself, but we have to leave people up to learn. And sometimes that's making the time to sit down and show the employee how you want it done in a particular way. You can't just say, well, it's easy. I don't understand why it isn't done yet. That's not an effective way of leading. I hope that helps you understand a little bit more the difference between a boss and a leader. And I would love to help you. If you feel like you're having some friction points in your business, please reach out to me. That kind of segment of my business coaching and whatnot and virtual assistants and that assistant type stuff, I am keeping a focus in my vanity virtual assistants. If you need help running your business, please, I'm here. I am an ear. I'm here to provide resources and helpful points for you, as well as if you are ready for a virtual assistant, if you are ready to be a leader, we're also here to help you as well. So thank you again for tuning in to PMU Unfiltered slash Vanity Virtual Assistant slash me. Um, thanks so much, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Comment down below if you know the difference between a boss and a leader. And we'll talk soon. See you around. Bye.